Welcome to the Sex and Astrology Podcast. I'm Brandy Joy, your host, and we are actually doing 2024 horoscopes for all of the signs. And this video is for all of you Geminis out there. Gemini rising, Gemini sun, Gemini moon. If you don't know what that means, that's okay. If you're a Gemini, you're in the right place. All right. Uh, so I'm going to start off with some of the aspects that are a little harsher, and then I will talk to you about the more positive aspects towards the end. All right. So Gemini rising, you have Pluto going into your ninth house come January 20th. So if you're listening to this after January 20th, it's already in your ninth house. So it's been going through your eighth house for the past, since 2008, right? And now it's finally going into your ninth house. So this is going to bring a lot of transformations in your belief systems, in your faith, in your intuition. Uh, so when Pluto goes through your ninth house, it has a lot to do with like your worldview, um, your faith in life, um, your spirituality, your belief systems. It's like higher mind principles. So for the next 20 years, you're going to be going through a transformation in this area of your life. Um, this is a time when um, uh, higher learning might come into like the big picture for some of you. Um, you could have some transformative experiences in academic settings or a quest for higher knowledge. So it could be that you find like a guru that you study under or um, you take some like really spiritual classes or religious classes or anything like that. Um, also, uh, you will go through usually some transformations in long distance travel. So um, for instance, when you do travel, um, it could be in places you've never been before or very, you know, foreign cultures to you. So where you expand your mind about culture, um, it could be that you go through these like spiritual type of transformative, you know, um, experiences traveling. So maybe you go and you study some kind of yoga or spiritual system when you travel. Um, so Pluto going through your ninth is very transformative in terms of like expanding your higher mind again. Uh, so the next 20 years are going to be very expansive for you. Um, you know, it could also be, um, you know, just becoming a truth seeker, you know, deeper truths in the meanings of life and things like that. Um, you could also, you know, really find your higher purpose. A lot of times when you go through this Pluto transformation in your ninth house. And again, this is a long term effect. So don't expect it all to happen in a year or two. It's just that this is going to be the next 20 years of your life. Uh, so let's go on to the next big transit, which is Saturn in Pisces all year. So Saturn has been in Pisces since March of 2023, this past year, and it will be there until May of 2025. Okay, so it'll be there all year. And this will be in your 10th house. So Saturn in your 10th house, um, this has to do with, um, it emphasizes uh, discipline and responsibility and structure in your career. So you're likely to approach your professional matters with a very focused mindset, a very structured mindset. Um, you'll probably, you know, focus on things like creating systems in your life, being more like, okay, you know what, I, I need to get this under control. I need to get this into a system. So this year is going to be very focused in your career and also your social reputation. So if you're not a career person, um, it could even be your home life, 
Okay. Because, um, for the fourth house of home in your family is opposite of career. And so both of those can be affected. So you might get more structured and discipline in your home life as well, especially if you're like a homemaker, somebody that lives at home and stays at home a lot. Um, you might be really focused on uh, that area instead of like the out outer public career. Right. But, um, Anyways, uh, you could have some professional challenges. If you do have, a, you know, a career or a job, it can bring like obstacles in your career path and challenges um, where you have to really start working on your structures and your systems and your discipline in that area. Also, Saturn in the 10th can bring like a big focus into maybe you establishing yourself as an authority um, or, you know, having to overcome some challenges with an authority figure in your job, possibly. So there can be some big changes in your career life in terms of those things. Um, it could be that, uh, you know, you're just working on your public image. It doesn't have to be career necessarily. It can just be your social reputation as well. So your public image becomes, you know, very important during this transit. So you'll become more aware of how people are perceiving you professionally and, um, you know, you could even refocus your, your goals in that area, your goals in your social reputation or your goals in your career and professional life can all come to, you know, come to the forefront for you, you know, anyways, uh, let's move on to the eclipses because you have some eclipses coming up in your fifth, 10th and 11th house. Okay. So the eclipses, they happen twice a year. And um, they've been happening in October and, you know, the fall and the spring. So um, we have we have one coming up March 25th. And this will be a full moon lunar eclipse or full moon um, yeah, lunar eclipse. Because in October of 2023, we had a new moon eclipse. And um, this it's in Libra. Okay, the sign Libra. So this new moon solar eclipse happened in October October 14th, to be specific, it started something new in your fifth house, all right? A new chapter. Um, now, your fifth house has to do with dating and romance and sex, but it also has to do with your children, and it also has to do with your creative expression and your self-expression in the world, right? So... Um, you had this happen in the fifth house. So whatever happened to you in October, especially around the mid area or end of October, any of those few weeks, that was like a new chapter for you in this realm. Okay. So this will keep happening to you over the next year, year and a half, something like that. Okay. You're going to see a lot of influence in your fifth house. Also your 10th house and 11th house, but your fifth house is again, you know, the romantic life, the dating, the sex, the pleasure, the self-expression and the children. So whatever happened in October, it was like a new chapter. And so you're going to see another, you know, this is going to come up again in March. All right. So March 25th um, of 2024, we have Libra at five degrees. We're going to have a full moon lunar eclipse, which means that there's a culmination happening, another chapter happening in whatever happened to you in October. Um, again, this is in your fifth house of romance and creative expression and children. All right. So if nothing happened, I mean, you know, there might not be anything that needs to happen to you. Um, it doesn't always affect everyone. 
Um, but if it is going to affect you, it will be likely there. Um, so you'll notice that there will be something come up usually um, in that area. And so again, if something did happen in October of this past year, then you'll see another chapter of that same kind of thing, that same energy um, coming up in March. All right. Another like, it's like, okay, all right, something happened. Now something else happened in the, that same area of my life. All right. So, and then after that March 25th uh, eclipse, we're going to have an April 8th eclipse in Aries. Okay. This will be Aries 19 degrees. It'll be a full, um, it will be a new moon solar eclipse. So a new beginning, and this will be in your, um, well, it'll be in your 10th house. Right. No, your 11th house. Yeah, sorry, your 11th house. Uh, so this will be an Aries in your 11th house, new beginnings for you. Uh, so hopefully uh, something new and, and good will come to you in terms of friendships, uh, groups and associations, communities, um, humanitarian stuff. Uh, so anything to do with like groups of people in your life, um, people that you are friends with, people that um, it, it might be that you know, with this new moon, it's going to start something new in terms of new friends that you get. Maybe you get a new karmic friend that you knew in another lifetime, um, bring somebody new into your life, or it could be even a group. Maybe all of a sudden you join a community and you're like, yes, this is my group of people. These are my people, right? So it will bring some new beginnings and transformations and hopefully good things um, because you just never know. It can, you know, a lot of times eclipses can bring crisis in an area to kind of clear it out, clean it out, and then like new beginnings happen. But sometimes just good things happen. New things will happen. New people will come into your life even. Um, so again, that'll be in friendships for you. And then um, after that one, uh, we will go on to the fall, right? So, so that was the springtime eclipses. Then we have the fall eclipses. So September 17th, we will have a Pisces eclipse happening full moon eclipse happening in your 10th house of career <laughs> in social reputation, your profession, your social reputation, your public image, all of those things, you have an eclipse happening in September 17th. It'll be in Pisces full moon eclipse. All right. So expect some transformations in your career life, expect some um, things to culminate something new, something big, maybe uh, hopefully, right? Something good. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be anything from a promotion to you decide to quit a job or get a new job or all of a sudden a new career opportunity comes. It could be all of those things, any of those things. You could get a new boss all of a sudden, right? Okay, so um, then we have October 2nd. That will be your uh, final eclipse of the year. October 2nd, we have Libra four degrees in your fifth house again. Okay, so this will bring another new chapter in that area of your life in the fifth house. So new moon solar eclipse, Libra, four degrees on October 2nd. So expect new beginnings in your area of creative expression and fun and pleasure and sex and romance and dating and children. So anything could happen. Now, if you are in a relationship, pleasure, sex romance, you know, new chapters, new fun stuff, maybe, maybe you realize that you need something different in the relationship. And so, you know, that comes up and now something changes, or um, it could even be that you're single and maybe you 
all of a sudden meet somebody new or go through a breakup and now you're single, (laughs) you know, so all of these things can happen um, with your fifth house, but it could also be that you decide, oh, you know what, let's have a kid. Or or maybe your partner says, let's have a kid um, because this has to do with children, fifth house too. Could be that maybe you end up like, you know, adopting a child or um, maybe you decide that you don't, um, you know, necessarily want kids. It could be anything uh, related to those things where it's like new realizations, um, new information comes to you. It could be from, you know, a third party that comes to you about information. Um, But yeah, anyways, you know, the eclipses, they bring light to things. They illuminate things. And so if you need to know something, it'll usually come out at that time. Um, So it could be that um, maybe, you know, you're in a relationship, a romantic relationship, and you realize that this person has been lying to you. That can happen. That's happened to me a couple of times. (laughs) So you just never know. Um, The eclipses do bring things to light, though. It can be a good thing or a bad thing, crisis. You never know. Um, I used to, like, get so scared when eclipses would happen because, you know, it's usually usually a transformative thing. And if you are resisting something or you know something's not right for you, eclipse will usually break it, you know. So it's kind of like, no. (laughs) but sometimes it can be a good thing. And it usually is a good thing because they'll eliminate for you. So that way you make better decisions or, you know, the thing that needed to go goes right. Anyways, let's move on to the end of the year. Before I get into the positive fun stuff for you, um, let's talk about Mars retrograding from December 6th until February 23rd of 2025. So at the end of 2024 in December, we're going to have Mars retrograding and this will be in your second and third house. It'll be in Cancer and Leo. So um, when Mars retrogrades, it'll be going, you know, for your second house, your third house, and it'll retrograde, right? It'll turn around. And when it goes and I say turn around, it doesn't really turn around, but it looks like it turns around. So we call it retrograde. Um, But what that means is Mars will cause you to start reevaluating your values when it gets into your second house. It can be um, that you have communication challenges all of a sudden in your third house. Um, all of a sudden you could be reevaluating your relationships with your siblings or your cousins or your neighbors. So when Mars retrogrades, it makes you reevaluate things and it can also make you agitated in that area. So be aware of this, be aware of the agitation factor. Now this agitation factor will come out through your communication, third house and your siblings and neighbors. And it will also come out in your second house. So When Mars goes through your second house, a lot of times it'll make you spin, 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 be risky, be careful of that. And also when it's retrograding, you might make bad, reckless kind of decisions. So it's best to, right, really pay attention, come back down into your mind, be grounded and really think about things before you act. Okay. Um, Because if you, if you do end up in an argument with a sibling or a cousin or a neighbor, it could not just be like a quick argument. Like you might think, oh, you know, that pissed me off. And so I'm going to say something. And then all of a sudden it becomes like this huge deal because when Mars is retrograding, it takes a while. So it's retrograding from December 6th to February 23rd, which means that's going to be a couple of months. And when something happens with that kind of energy, it's like, okay, is it, oh my God, like I didn't realize this was going to be such a huge deal, Right. So just be aware of that. Be careful with that. Also to be in your third house, um, which is vehicles, like driving around your town and stuff. Uh, So be careful with that because 
it can get a little bit agitated, right? And wherever it's at. So just be aware of your neighborhood, be aware of, you know, not getting a little crazy with your car, road rage or anything like that. Just be aware of it. Because when it's going through your second and third house, again, it's very much like your, your world, right? Your neighborhood, like your area. So there can be a lot of agitation there. And, and it can be other people being agitated at you. So you want to make sure that your energy is in, right? So meditate, Qigong, uh, Luster Banishing Ritual, the pentagram. <laughs> Many of you know that I, I practice magic. And so I love doing my rituals to kind of come back into my energy and protect it. It's a good thing to do when Mars is retrograding for sure. But it's important to avoid impulsiveness when Mars is retrograding and um, consider just the impact of your words before expressing them. Okay. Um, be careful with your financials because there'll be, there are a lot of times will be financial delays and challenges when it's retrograding through your second house. So that would probably be like January and February where you really start seeing it hit your second house. So just be aware of that. And uh, yeah, let's talk about your positive aspects. So positive aspects for this year. We have um, from April 28th of last year until January 27th of 2024 coming up this month. Um, if you're listening to this in January, we have Uranus retrograding in Taurus during that time. So again, from the end of August of last year until the end of January of this year, Uranus retrograding. Retrograding Uranus. Ugh. Stuck. Stuck, right? It's in Taurus. And so Uranus has been in Taurus for years, for like five years. It goes through a sign in seven years. Okay, so we have a couple more years of this. Um, but it's in your 12th house. All right. Uh, so when Uranus is retrograding in your 12th house, um, you have an unex you have like unexpected developments um, or opportunities in this area. So in yours, it's going to be the 12th house. So unconventional spiritual insights. Um, you could have, um, you know, all kinds of new things happen to you where uh, all of a sudden, you, you know, you're a psychic medium and you didn't know it, <laughs> you know. Um, so Uranus retrograding in Taurus um, will make you stuck in that area, though, where you all of a sudden you're not really developing like you thought you would be. Or maybe you were and now you feel kind of like you're reevaluating that area. And um, that will finally be moving forward at the end of January. So you've probably already been experiencing this for like five years, this energy of like Uranus going through your 12th house where it's like expanding your mind in the area of spirituality, um, subconscious patterns even. Maybe you have uh, some things going on in your subconscious where, you know, you're doing a lot of shadow work and you're um, realizing things about yourself that you never knew. Um, and so this is a time where finally things are going to start moving forward for you the end of January, come February, you know, this year, now you're going to start moving forward in that area again, kind of wrapping up a lot of the things that have been going on with you in your 12th house of spirit, um, of mental health, of subconscious patterns. And um, really important aspect coming up for you in April, April 20th and 21st, we'll have a Uranus um, conjunct Jupiter aspect. So Jupiter and Uranus will be in your 12th house together. Jupiter is opportunity and luck and expansion. And then Uranus is the shocking changes and transformations, right? So they're going to come together all through April. It'll be within orb of influence is what we say in astrology, which means it will be affecting you all of April very strongly. 
in terms of like major transformations in your 12th house. So expect a lot of developments, a lot of opportunities. Um, you might have all of a sudden like, um, like very spiritual dreams, prophetic dreams. Um, you might actually go through a, a phase of like a dark night of soul, possibly, um, where, you know, uh, things are just kind of coming up for you and you're kind of clearing out the junk, right? So this can be a good thing because it can break you free from old, bad subconscious patterns that you didn't realize you had. Um, you could have a lot of, of good surprises spiritually, even your spiritual practices might become more experimental. It's already been probably been going on for five years, but now this is going to be big for you in April. Um, you may be drawn to uh, more mindfulness and meditation activities than usual uh, during April. And uh, just a lot of big changes inside of you um, in your inner world and in your spiritual world. So unpredictable intuition might kick in and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like I know this, I get this. Um, and uh, yeah, just unconscious forces can really come to the forefront for you. All right. So that'll be really cool. I hope you're having a good spiritual time, a good spiritual awakening during this Uranus and now Jupiter going through your uh, 12th house of spirit. So fun stuff. Um, if you want to learn more about uh, astrology, especially love, sex and relationships, I have a free guide on my website at brandyjoy.com. And uh, make sure you follow me, I will be back every week with something new in terms of either astrology and or sex and relationships. So I will see you next week.